The views and opinions expressed by guests on this program are not necessarily the views of Thinking Bigger Business Media, Inc. or its employees. Welcome to Smart Companies Thinking Bigger Radio. Get the inside scoop on how America's most successful business owners transform their entrepreneurial vision into reality. And listen in as some of the top business minds in the country serve up practical advice, tips, and insights for growing your business. Now here's your host, Kelly Scanlon. Good morning. Welcome to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. These days, we have so many different ways to communicate. So many people communicate through text, through Facebook and other social media posts. And amazingly, when it comes to business communication, though, email marketing seems to be the best way to get to your clients, to your prospects. That's true for our business as well. We find that time and time again, that email really pushes the message out and pulls in the responses. Interestingly, though, a study that has recently been done shows that a large number, in fact, about two-thirds of email marketers aren't very happy with the service providers that they have, their email solution providers. And today we have Kristen Narragon, the director of email solutions at Adobe, with us to talk about this new study from Adobe. Welcome to the show today, Kristen. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. Let's talk about just for a minute about email itself with all like i said with all of the different forms of communication that we can choose from why do you think that email which some are now considering a dinosaur given some of the new mobile applications that we have available why do you think it's still popular and why it still continues to produce the results that it does so email email is absolutely the workhorse of any marketing program really it's been the highest ROI of all the marketing channels with $39 or more per dollar spent. This is more than all of these new channels like display at you know, $22, search at $19, direct mail at $15. It is, it's been around, it's been tested, it's viable, and it's ready for improvement. Well, and your study shows that. In fact, like I said at the beginning of the show, about two-thirds, even with all the ROI that it still produces, many business marketers are dissatisfied with the email solution providers that they have. Your study bore that out. Why? I think email marketing, since it has been around for such a long time, the tools that have been developed in order to support it have been very focused on just executing in that medium. And so while they've, they've refined and honed single channel execution, email marketing is part of a larger, more complex marketing offering for real, true, cross-channel campaign management marketers. And so these email marketers are finding that, that period, that, that frustration of not being able to coordinate with the other channels very effectively of not being able to use the analytics that those other channels potentially are tapping into, not being able to tap into a single content repository that those other channels are, you know, since they're newer, they've, they've been integrated uh, you know, a lot more easily perhaps than this long-stayed, true power horse of a channel. So the frustration, I believe, comes from uh, that limited view of uh, their marketing program within a single channel. 
Mm-hmm. And you, this study that you did, how many email marketers did it encompass? Give us a little bit of background on the study itself and why you decided to do this. Did you suspect that there was a problem? So Adobe Campaign has been supporting email marketers since 2001. And, you know, we we absolutely have a lot of great, rich data from our own clients. So we wanted to understand maybe a little bit more about the the future plans of these these email marketers on a broader context just outside of our own you know, uh, client base. And so we went out uh, and surveyed across all verticals um, over uh, 300 um, email marketers in, in the Direct Marketing Association database. And uh, we really wanted to understand what, you know, are they happy? What are their challenges? Uh, what are they looking to do this immediate year? Uh, in order to maybe overcome those challenges and improve their email marketing program. Mm-hmm. What are some of the biggest challenges that you found uh, from that study, especially when you're talking about working with uh, your ESP or your email solution provider as your partner? What were some of the biggest challenges that you found the marketers were wrestling with? I think the challenges are, are very, very crisp and apparent in terms of how the market has developed the number one challenge that was cited was a limited email-only visibility versus this actual true 360-degree view of their customer. I feel like we've been talking about this for quite some time, but it's very, very apparent with email marketing. As I said before, simply I think because of how the, um, the space has, has developed and grown up. The second major pain uh, that was cited was the inability to automate an entire email campaign with multiple touch points. Boy, that, that really does, again, speak to this siloed um, market space that was developed. And finally, the, the third largest share, third most cited challenge that came across was an inefficient connection with those other tools that help mm-hmm. the marketers to do their job. Again, these are tools like Analytics, who doesn't have analytics, some form of analytics in their marketing program that potentially helps to inform some of those other channels or programs uh, that the marketers are are trying to do. And so I think email marketers are are see this connection and um, the 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 benefit of having those integrations and want that now too. Sure. I know that you only get uh, I mean, the only good thing that comes from an email park, a marketing campaign is the analytics and being able to know how people are responding to the message that you send out there and, and the tests that you do. For example, uh, if somebody clicks on a certain headline and then you want to be able to follow up quickly, I mean, I know some email service providers who have now actually built in methods so that when somebody clicks on this particular link, they automatically have another email that is sitting in the wings, and that click uh, tells that email now to be uh, sent within some sort of a time specification. Obviously, you don't want it to come immediately when they click. That's a little creepy. But, I mean, I know that those kinds of things are available now, those kinds of automated tools. Are those the sorts of things that you're talking about that your uh, survey respondents were hoping to connect more with? Absolutely. And, you know, with, with Adobe Analytics as, you know, one of the most prevalent analytics tools out there in the marketplace, you know, from our perspective, from a campaign perspective, having that real tight, close uh, integration with um, that, that very prevalent analytics tool within marketing programs 
we're able to, to do even more than, than that, you know, simple yet very powerful use case uh, that you, you described. You know, things like for retailers, having uh, more real-time cart abandonment triggered messages. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's powerful stuff. The, the lift that you gain from, instead of the classic, uh, the classic ability that all ESPs have, or most have, to remarket within 24 hours, mm -hmm. our marketers are able to really focus that into an hour um, and really capture back so much more rich value from those abandoners of carts uh, than in the, in the classic mode mm -hmm. um, of batching out in 24 hours. Sure. And again, you only, you only uh, can measure the success of these campaigns through those kinds of analytics. And it could just be that there was abandonment because the message just didn't quite uh, get to the person or didn't hit the person the right way. So again, if you could remark it with a slightly different message, maybe you have an opportunity to capture those people after all. We're going to take a quick break. When we get back, I want to talk a little bit more about some of the findings and also get a little bit about your background, Kristen. You're listening to Smart Companies Radio on Blog Talk Radio. We'll be right back. On March 19th, nourish your body and your business at the Big Breakfast, a quarterly event spotlighting the entrepreneurs featured on the cover of Thinking Bigger Business Magazine. They'll share stories from their own companies and advice that you can put to work in your business. Plus, you'll meet the staff of Thinking Bigger Business Magazine and learn how you can become involved with the only publication in Kansas City that exclusively serves growth-minded small businesses. Find out more information and register at IThinkBigger.com. That's IThinkBigger.com. Welcome back to The Dog Show. Up next, we have Satchmo. Satchmo is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right, a group known especially for their couch-snuggling, ball-chasing, face-licking, and, of course, companionship. Now, let's see him in action. Look how he makes eye contact with his person. That's actually known as the treat stare. How intuitive. And now he appears to be excitedly turning in circles. Ah, the happy dance will come in with this group. But really, the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Satchmo is to meet one. Visit theshelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Over the decades, women have broken down many barriers. Today, more women than men make up the American workforce. And more women graduate from college than men. Unfortunately, more women also die of heart disease and stroke than men. It's time to break down this barrier. Join us with the American Heart Association. It's time to go red for women and advocate for women's heart health. Visit heart.org forward slash KC. It takes 12 years to create a graduate. It takes about the same time to create a dropout. The difference between a child becoming one or the other could be you. Studies prove that reading to a child regularly dramatically improves reading skills. And kids who read well by third grade are four times as likely to graduate. So United Way is calling for one million volunteers over the next three years. We're asking you to step up, make a pledge, tutor a child who needs help, mentor a kid who needs someone on their side, volunteer to read to children, make a difference. Because when a child advances, we all advance. Entire communities improve. Path to success or failure starts long before graduation day, and the difference between a graduate and a dropout could be you. Be a reader, tutor or mentor, give, advocate, volunteer, live united. Take the pledge. Go to liveunited.org now. 
Good morning. Welcome to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. We've been talking here this morning with Kristen Narragon of Adobe, and we've been talking about some of the different findings that they had in a joint study that Adobe did in conjunction with the Direct Marketing Association. And one of the things that you mentioned that is very frustrating to uh, some of the respondents was, was their ability to plug into and use some of the analytic tools. They either aren't in existence with some of the solution providers or they're very rudimentary. And as you were saying, Adobe has some products or some some tools that go much deeper than that and that allow you to remarket even within an hour. What are some of the other things, you know, in addition to the analytics, what are some of the other things that the respondents revealed? What was interesting is their... They have those three pain points that we discussed, but they also have some aspirations that they're looking to accomplish within the year. And the top three ones was first was the analytics tool. So clearly, right, it's a pain, but it's also something they're looking to solve immediately. Um, but the second uh, noted item that they want to aspire to or really accomplish within the year is tapping into their organization's content library to support really consistent branding mm-hmm. and personalized content. This this really speaks to um, a a frustration underlying their inability to be consistent with all of the other um, touch points in a a true cross-channel marketing uh, organization. And so they want to to have that ease of access. They want to have that consistency across touch points uh, that the brand is sending out. They want to be able to not only be consistent but also grab the, the content that is most personal and most relevant to an individual mm-hmm. um, at an individual level. So to be able to really understand the content that um, is being uh, you know, put into the email and delivered to the eyes of the email opener. Finally, the, the, the third you know, priority that they listed um, was really acting in real time based on customer behaviors. And mm-hmm. this one really speaks to us you know, at Adobe's because we often talk about the last millisecond of engagement, um, delivering on that moment of truth that uh, we as marketers you know, should really obsess over. Right? Um, mm-hmm. we, we really, that is, is the moment of truth that we have with our customers to find real, true engagement. And so being able to react in real time um, is what email marketers they, they strive for, they crave um, in their marketing programs. Because I think, again, this speaks to how the industry has really grown up around sort of classic one-off batching and blasting. Find a segment, grab that list, send out a fairly static email message to that group. Whereas email marketers know that they need to be more relevant, know that they need to be more real-time, know that the technology exists for them to be able to do that. Yeah. So they want it. <laughs> well, it, it's absolutely critical. These days, consumers have so many choices. And if you don't, you spend all this money to get their attention. And then if you don't have a tool or a mechanism for keeping that attention and closing the sale, or at least taking them to the next step in the process, then you've wasted all that time and effort and money to even get their attention in the first place. So very critical, and I could understand the respondent's frustration when that tool doesn't exist for them. Uh, What are some of the, 
I guess, you know, we talked a little bit, Not we were actually referenced mobile applications as one form of communication. That is a growing form, especially among retailers. It is a growing form of communication with customers. Is there any effort for email to integrate with that kind of a platform? Yeah, I think email... Email, again, is, is sort of the, the backbone of, a, of the cross-channel marketing offering, right, of a, a program. Um, really is, is and should be a tool that's used to both collect information about consumers as well as inform other channels. So I think you know, email has the opportunity once again to become that sort of centralized, um, sort of most important tool within the CMO's toolkit to gather and inform um, across the organization. And so be it mobile app, be it you know, SMS, be it you know, offline channels, point of sale, all of those touch points that are very relevant to all of our consumers, email really can be that medium that, that crosses all of those mm-hmm. and delivers the, the actual results um, for those channels as well as its own right single channel. Yeah. Primarily our audience today is small business owners and some of them are their own marketers, you know, it's me myself and I when it comes to their marketing mm-hmm. team. Um others are, you know, they they do have agencies or they do have um a third party that handles these things for them. Do you, when you make some of these uh, references, did the study drill down to find out whether, uh, and I'm not going to name names, but w- was it some of the big guys who offer you know the email marketing for free uh, for for one version and, and maybe just for a tiny bit more for the next version that most of these criticisms were aimed at, or were these? Uh, uh, marketers who were able to tap into a more proprietary system, maybe with a service provider that isn't as well known, but their you know their uh, tools are much more proprietary and sophisticated. Uh, did you find that the comments were across the board, or were they directed at one or the other parties? I mean, how did that break down? So the Direct Marketing Association has a pretty broad base of of uh, membership which was great for us because we wanted more universal principles and universal pains mm-hmm. across email as a tool, as a platform, as a mechanism for communicating with customers, regardless of the size of the business that they engage with. Now, from Adobe's perspective, certainly our customers are, are, are classically more enterprise level, mid-enterprise level. Um, but the principles, the pains, um, the challenges that email is facing Really is is fairly universal across you know you know organizational size. Okay, how did you get into this? You obviously know quite a lot about it. You're very passionate about it. Uh, what led you to where you are today, Kristen? I joined Neolane uh, back in 2008 uh, when Neolane was entering into the U.S. market space, and Neolane is a cross-channel campaign management platform that has always been executing with email as sort of the, the main driver of the cross-channel marketers um, program. And so for the, the journey that we had, some of uh, the initial partnerships that we developed were with companies that were analytics companies like Omniture, who was acquired by Adobe. And so for me to be able to watch and participate in and grow those types of partnerships uh, to see this vision come to fruition now, 
being part of Adobe. Uh, Neeling was acquired, uh, gosh, over a year and a half ago. And so to have the integrations built with those other tools and see our, our customers being delighted by having that access, it's, it's really quite a fulfilling, uh, fulfilling uh, outcome for our company and for marketers in general. Yeah, it sounds like it is. As we wrap up here today, talk to me about, uh, okay, on behalf of our listeners, if they're experiencing some of the frustrations that your survey revealed, what are their options? Uh, do they, If they want to, uh, to go to their email service provider and say, hey, if you want to continue to have my business, I need to have these types of tools available, uh, should they just go to one that already has them? I mean, what do you see as, as a conversation that our listeners should be having with their service providers? I think that, you know, Obviously, we we can't all have um, enterprise class you know uh, tools at our fingertips. But I think what's 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 out there um, there's some cutting edge stuff for even the, the freemium tools uh, that are point solutions and perhaps more focused right on the small business user, mm-hmm. um, which is important, right? It's, it's, it's actually good enough um, to make that next leap forward as they grow their business. Um, and so I think uh, those freemium tools out there certainly are doing their best to, um, to make some of these things more accessible. And then once the, that small business owner quickly outgrows you know, the capabilities that are available there, um, certainly, obviously, we welcome them to the Adobe family. <laughs> obviously, yes. Uh, it sounds like you've got board. some cutting-edge <laughs> tools that are available. So uh, if somebody would like to get in touch with you, Kristen, or with someone else at Adobe to find out more about what you offer in this area, how would they do that? One of the, the best uh, entry points to understand a little bit more about the tools that we have is adobe.com. Clearly, we've got um, a great website there. Backslash uh, campaign is where you'll find the information about how we're uh, delivering on our vision for email. There's a lot of great content there that I think email marketers will find very useful and very universal um, no matter the size of the business. Thank you so much for your time today. Again, adobe.com if you'd like to learn more about the tools that Adobe has to offer in this area. And if you'd like to learn more about how to grow your business, please visit our website at ithinkbigger.com. Follow us on Facebook, Thinking Bigger Business Media, or on Twitter at ithinkbigger. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.